Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. Uh, Pastor Sergio Delamora, and what an honor it is and what excitement to be able to launch this podcast to bring you to the first, the very first podcast. And the podcast is about helping people who are on the road to restoration stay on the road, those that have fallen off the road to get back on the road, and those that are weary of being on the road to help them stay and complete hmm. the process of restoration. God is always restoring us, too, by the way. We never really get out of restoration. Because as soon as you get out of one season of restoration, God starts working on another area. I've been in a road, on the road of restoration, uh, past two years. And it's been a process as I have watched God do a work, a deep work in my life, as I moved from being the senior pastor of my church to transition it to my son-in-law and my daughter and having to sit back because of a moral failure and to realize that I needed time to hear from God. Uh, I'm grateful for the time. I'm thankful for the leadership team and the restoration board that God provided for me to be able to be guided through this process because it is a process. And today I'm grateful that one of the board members is willing to come on with me and just talk about the processes. Uh, my relationship with him goes back over 10 years. Um, I've met him in ministry and he's known my journey. And I'm grateful to be able to introduce to the podcast, Pastor Benny Perez. Pastor Benny, it's great to have you. So good to be with you, Pastor Sergio. Thank you for uh, letting me be on here and have a good conversation that I think is going to help a lot of people. The Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, Brethren, if a man is overtaken, or one translation says overwhelmed, in any trespass or sin, hmm. you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, the Bible clearly states that if a man is overtaken, which implies that it's probably going to happen. And that when it does happen, the, the correct spiritual response, both to the one that committed the trespass and those around him, is to restore such a one. Now, that is so easy to read. Mm -hmm. But you had to watch that process be lived out with me. So, Pastor Ben... Um, what has it been like in your seat to watch this process? You know, first of all, that that scripture, I think, needs to, to be read more often because so many times, Sergio, what we do is when we find somebody who's fallen, we almost want to get rid of them, right? So, hey, you're done and move on. But the scripture is clear that those of us that are spiritual, we should now restore somebody. I've been in ministry for 35 years and very... Unfortunately, you don't see restoration done well. Uh, many times, maybe it's the restoration team or the person who's being restored. But this has been a journey, I think, not just for you, but it's been a journey for the board members and myself. I think from my perspective, I was watching to see, uh, okay, we're going to have Sergio uh, do what we want him to do to help him restore. And I think for me sitting in my seat was, is Sergio willing to do it? Because it's easy to say yes, right, Sergio? It's easy to say, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. But typically, but typically, 
if you really want to be restored, it, it's it's probably going to go against the grain, go against what you want, what you would like. So for me, sitting on this side, it was really uh, seeing would you pass the test? And uh, and I'm proud to say that we sit here today because you did pass a lot of tests. It doesn't mean that was easy. It doesn't mean it was you know perfect all the time, but you did go forward. So from my seat, it's been really really exciting because now I use this to help other guys do it. So for sure. Yeah. And, um, and so I just think that's important, you know, for everybody who's listening, but I think Sergio, some people don't know. I mean, maybe they, they kind of heard, but what, what happened, Sergio? I mean, I think, I think Pastor Sergio, we just need to, from your own words, what happened? You know, as I've thought about this process and what's happened and what caused the moral failure in my life, I, I just started realizing that every industry has a hazard. If you're a carpenter, there is a hazard to your job, and that is you might get a nail driven through your hand, or you're using a, a table saw, you can cut a finger off. Yes, good. If you're a football player, there's a hazard. You're going to get a concussion. And I think when we go into ministry, we don't think about the ministerial hazards mm. that are awaiting us because we all go in with hearts full of faith, full of vision, so good. ready to change the world. And you just got this sense, like, if God is for me, who is going to be against me? And it is true. There is a, a spiritual backing and covering that is so beautiful when you go into ministry. Mm -hmm. But there also is a responsibility to the minister in the process. Mm -hmm. I've had to realize um, what happened. Well, I can, I can just say, the first, let me just state the obvious, is... Um, uh, the gap between what I preached and what I practiced became too big. Mm -hmm. And that gap became so large that before I was able to really fully see it, I was already too far in. Right, right. And that is, I think, something that has to be said, is that when you're preaching as much as you're preaching, you're leading as much as you're leading, I realized that what I was preaching and what I was practicing, the gap became so wide that it allowed the enemy to get in and sow things into my life that I was irresponsible about pulling out. You know, the Bible says that um, when one sleeps, that the enemy sows seeds and he lets the tear grow up with the wheat. Mm -hmm. And I realize now that Satan was sowing seeds in my heart mm -hmm. that I thought were not dangerous. You know, I can handle this. I mm -hmm. got this. Mm -hmm. But I realized that Satan was ex extremely patient. He sowed something in my heart, Pastor Dan, years ago that he knew he would probably not harvest till years later. Mm -hmm. And because the seed was sown and there wasn't, um, I didn't take care of it. What was the seed? Well, obviously the seed of lust, mm -hmm. the seed of insecurity, mm -hmm. the seed of not being secure in my identity and looking for people to validate me, the mm -hmm. seed of performance, the seed of the, 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 the accomplishing clap, the attaboys that I needed. And those seeds, um, without pulling them out and replacing them with what Scripture says about me, and what wise counsel is saying to me. Right. I forged along saying, I've got this. Right. Only to realize that that gap became so wide. Yep. And then when it was time, like Samson, 
for me to fight off the enemy, it mm-hmm. was too late. Right. Because my soul wasn't strong enough mm-hmm. to resist. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying. You know, you're preaching and your practice, there was a gap. Yeah. Right. And I think what, if I could summarize this, um, the lies started coming in. So when you say seed, a seed is a lie that comes from the enemy. It's deposited in our minds and our hearts and our soul, right? It germinates. And we know that the only thing the enemy has power in over us is the power of the lie. That's it. And people need to understand this. If you believe a lie as if it's the truth, it will impact you as if it was true, even though it's not. So you were saying something so good, Pastor Sergio. Hey, I believe the lie that I needed the attaboys, the claps, and and my identity was wrapped up in that rather than who you are in Jesus, period, right? And so all of us, you know, myself, people that are listening, uh, we have to make sure that in that gap, we're filling it with the truth of God's word and not allowing the seeds of lies and to germinate. And what you said, you know, uh, is so true. There is not one person that's listening. Not one person on this planet doesn't have insecurities. Not the same, but we all have insecurities. And the issue is, how do we handle those insecurities, right? And if you're private about them, you don't talk about them, you don't get wise counsel. Okay. <laughs> yes, which leading me to the next podcast because this is important. I want to set this up for the next podcast, right? Because I think people need to understand, okay, the gap was filled with seeds, which is the lie. And and say so so that's what happened. And we're gonna get into, okay, that's what happened, but how did you begin to go down the right road? It's hard. And it's going to be probably difficult to share some of these things, but <laughs> you know what? I think um, it's time, and I want to be able to say this to anyone that's listening. Um, whether you've fallen off the road, mm-hmm. I hope this helps you get back on the road. Mm-hmm. Whether you don't think you need to be on the road, I hope this will get you on the road. And if you're weary on the road, mm-hmm. I hope this will give you courage to stay on the road. And I just... Um, I want to say this before we go on our next podcast is that whatever lie you are entertaining that you cannot confess openly is a lie that is holding you captive, mm-hmm. your family captive, mm-hmm. and your destiny captive. Mm-hmm. There is no lie that you are harboring or protecting right now that cannot be confessed mm-hmm. and dealt with mm-hmm. and find victory in, but it won't happen unless you're willing to talk about the lie. Mm-hmm. And can't wait to our next podcast because we'll start getting into some of those things. So good. So today you're listening uh, to the first podcast, The Road to Restoration with Pastor Benny Perez, who has been part of the restoration board of my process. And I hope that something that I've said is going to help you. And I hope you'll share it with a friend. Please get the word out. Share this. uh, Forward it. Let someone know that there is hope in restoration. Because God loves us, believes in us, and wants to see the best. Thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to talking with you, Pastor.